Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Rebeck and this week I'm here with Catherine Hammond and we're going to talk about SD-WAN and in particular the opportunity of selling SD-WAN to small and medium-sized enterprises. So Catherine, let's start with the, the size of the opportunity then. So how big do you think the opportunity is of, of selling SD-WAN to, to SMEs? I think it's actually quite large. We estimate that the number of SME sites using SD-WAN will roughly double over the next five years, reaching about 3.7 million by 2027. And of that, about a million in Western Europe, a million in North America and the rest globally. Now, these are typically quite small sites with fairly simple needs, so they're not going to generate huge revenue individually. But when you look at it cumulatively, and if you think about SD-WAN being sold alongside connectivity and other services, then I think it represents really quite a significant chunk of potential revenue. Okay, so we're talking about millions of connections, and obviously it's not just the value of the SD-WAN, but also other services, most prominently the connectivity, but potentially other security services that could be sold alongside it. Absolutely, yeah. And then just just in terms of these SMEs, what are the benefits of SD-WAN? So typically when we've talked about SD-WAN in the past, it's been for very large uh, enterprises, typically multi-site. So what's the use case for a small business? Yeah, you're right. I mean, SD-WAN was really developed uh, initially for for multi-site organizations. But I think uh, smaller businesses are relying more and more on cloud applications and services. And SD-WAN can really help with the connectivity to the cloud and the performance of those cloud services. So, I mean, full-blown SD-WAN, you know, includes things like dynamic routing and so on. Uh, Not all SMEs will, will need the full capabilities, but there are important features around application visibility, application prioritization that are really useful to to any business that's using cloud applications. And SD-WAN can also help with business continuity. So lots of SMEs have historically just had a single connectivity link for each of their sites, but wireless backups becoming very widely available. So potentially businesses could benefit from dynamic use of multiple links, um, or at least a a more seamless failover to a secondary link that that SD-WAN can support. And, And of course, within SMEs, there are, you know, maybe businesses that have four or five sites that currently have a WAN and, and would also benefit from those WAN management solutions within SMEs, within SD-WAN as well, um, or support for their, their remote workers that might be, be better facilitated. Um, so, so a bunch of different things, uh, I think, depending on, on the business. Yeah, and I guess with the wireless, the wireless failover historically, that's been um, that's been four G LTE, but increasingly that we're seeing five G also become available right in these SD WAN boxes. Yeah, yeah. And the nice thing about the SD-WAN is that rather than it kind of being like a, a few second pause, um, you know, you can be in the middle of, middle of a video call, your fixed LAN connective connection drops and you can be straight on to the, the LTE or the 5G connection and, and, and fairly seamless. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and let's turn to, to operators. Uh, what should they be doing to address this opportunity? Well, well, I mean, I think the short answer is probably for many of them, they should be doing more than they are at the moment. Um, so uh, many operators targeted their, their initial SD1 deployments at the large distributed enterprises. Not surprising, that's where a lot of the value is. Um, they've then extended their portfolios to include what they might call branch solutions. So uh, solutions for small sites with simple needs. Um, often in retail, for example. Um, I don't think we really see very many operators focused on the SME market, though, with with solutions really tailored to their specific needs. What we do see is uh, managed service providers and local IT specialists be, being active in, in that segment. 
So I've taken a look recently at some of the SME offers that are in the market, and I think there's um, maybe five characteristics uh, of those solutions that, that seem to work quite well. So I'll, I'll just run through those. The first one is that the, the marketing tends to focus on solutions rather than technology. So, so what I mean by that is that many providers are moving away from branding that talks about SD-WAN or similar terms. So, for example, Adaptive Networks, a Canadian provider, uh, they used to have something called SD-Internet, and they've renamed that Business Connect. So thinking more about what, what the service does rather than, than what the technology is. And similarly, O2 Germany launched something last year called Smart Network that has SD-WAN options in it, but you know that's not really obvious from the branding. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense because very, very few businesses will have will have heard of SD-WAN or really know what it is, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the second point is kind of linked to that, is that the business benefits need to be really clearly articulated. So, I mean, SMEs know that they want to improve performance of their cloud-based solutions. They know they need better support for their remote workers. Uh, and what they need is, um, you know, marketing that clearly sets out how a solution is going to help them with that. Um, I know many operators are working on that, um, but you know, there's, I think there's always more to be done in terms of education and presentation and how it fits their particular use case. The third thing I would say is bundling. So bundled solutions are generally easier for SMEs to consume than the more pick-and-mix options. I mean, as you've said, many operators offer SD-WAN along with connectivity, uh, but also other value-add services. Some are leading with security, um, maybe putting it together as a SASE product. We see that from Telefonica Spain, for example. Others are bundling it with unified communications. Windstream in the US is an example of that. And, and also lots offering improved connectivity, such as those, those wireless failover solutions that we talked about. Yeah, and I guess that also links to the previous point about the benefits. The benefits, you can state what the benefits are more clearly if you're talking about a unified comm service and saying how it's going to seamless and you're not going to drop calls and that sort of thing, rather than just trying to talk about the benefits of SD-WAN on its own. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It, it needs to be part of a package of services. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the next thing I would say is that the propositions need to be really price competitive. Um, now, I have seen bundles where service upgrades to include SD-WAN start from as little as €10 Euros a month for, for the low bandwidth options. I would say €50 to €100 Euros is, is more typical from what I've seen per site per month. Um, and that's quite low, even compared to, to you know the branch solutions for larger enterprises. They don't necessarily need all the bells and whistles of SD-WAN, um, but they do need something that's going to come in at a price that they can afford. Sorry, just to be clear on the price. So that's 50, 50 to 100 euros um, per site per month. That's just for the SD-WAN capability. Yeah. So that doesn't include the connectivity or other things. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then the last the last point I, I would mention is about technical support. So SME customers often need support to install and manage their services, even when that provisioning is designed to be low touch. Uh, and that can be quite costly to manage, but really, I think, is an essential part of, of serving SMEs. Um, one quite interesting way to do this I've seen recently uh, is something Virgin Media O2 have. They have a, like a co-managed service that they've launched recently. Um, so it kind of gives flexibility for businesses to self-manage where they can, but then they have prepaid credits to do things like request changes, access other support services when they need them. So that, that's quite a nice way. But um, I mean, all of the operators, I think, active in this market are finding some sort of way to give technical support alongside the SD1. Okay, good. And and how are operators doing with this so far? What sort of results can they expect? 
So, uh, I mean, as I said earlier, the, the revenue per site is, is going to be much lower for SMEs than for larger businesses. So, there really needs to be a push to kind of drive scale and standardization. Some of the operators that are doing well include Vodafone Italy. So, they report selling services to more than 750 small business sites within a, a three-month period. I think that partly uses some of the European recovery funds to help drive that take up. Telefonica Spain, that I mentioned, are leading with their, their security offer. They signed up, uh, they reported they'd signed up 5,500 customers to that. Not all of them by any means taking SD1, but that's part of the, the options in that package. And, and I think that's true of, of other operators too. SD1's in the mix. I think on its own, it's, it's unlikely to be a real game changer, but it has a really important role to play as part of a bundled or value-add solution. Uh, so we, we we would see it creating uh, customer loyalty and, and stickiness, uh, as well as adding incremental revenue. Okay, great. Thank you for that, Catherine. Very interesting. Um, as always, there is an article that this podcast is based on. We will put a link to that article in the show notes. There's plenty more about SD WAN on the Analysis Mason website, including forecasts for SD WAN. We recently published a, a forecast for SASE. It was our first attempt to look at the the sizing of the, the SASE market. Again, we'll put links to those in our in our show notes. Um, and if you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback and reviews. Thank you for listening.